Hello, my name is Lars Jensen. I'm a student at Wilmington University, and this is my podcast assignment for the reflective narrative on nonverbal cues. I am a teacher at William Penn High School. I've taught at William Penn for the past three years. William Penn is a very big, diverse school in Newcastle, Delaware, and I'm a science teacher there. So my assignment is on nonverbal cues. Much of how people communicate with one another is done through nonverbal communications, often in the form of cues. These cues can include everything from body language and eye contact to facial expressions and can greatly affect conversations and all communication. Small differences in how a teacher presents themselves and acts around students can be the difference between students feeling like you are approachable and friendly or thinking that you are adversarial and unhelpful. This can make a, the biggest difference when confronting an aggravated and disruptive student. Preventing yourself as calm can go a long way and you can partially diffuse the situation simply by making eye contact with the student and showing disapproval if you've built a relationship with them. This is important in part because of how teachers communicate with students, but also how the students communicate with the teacher. A teacher learning what different cues from a student means can be more important than asking a student. A teacher must be able to recognize when a student is feeling off and be able to use cues that they are giving to recognize what the student needs. For example, if a student is coming into class with their hood up and their ear pods in with their head down when they don't usually act like that, that student has something going on that they feel like they need to isolate themselves from everyone else in the class and likely from the teacher. That's a cue that they probably aren't going to come up and tell you, but by knowing the student and be able to recognize cues, it can be very helpful. So I began being more conscious of this at the end of our school year. So as the school year came to an end, I made a big effort to pay attention to my own nonverbal cues and the nonverbal cues of students. The main thing that I thought this would be helpful for is preventing the end of the school year drag. As you and anyone who's been involved in schools know, um, the last month of the school year can be a big drag for everyone and less and less work gets done every day. I wanted to ref I wanted to reflect on how I typically present myself differently at the beginning of the school year versus the end of the school year. So as the school year comes down to an end, uh, most teachers, including myself, start to slowly pack things up. Teachers become a little bit more relaxed and begin to dress down. If I were to begin cleaning my room um, before the school year has completely finished, this will signal to students that I, as their teacher, am done with school, or at least partially done with school, and they will receive the message loud and clear. The same message can be conveyed by how the teacher dresses. Throughout the school year, I am almost always in a tie or a sweater, but as the year draws down, I begin, begin to be a little bit more relaxed and our air conditioning doesn't help that much. So this year on both fronts, as well as in my behavior, I tried to maintain all of the visible cues that let my students know that this is going to be a place of learning up until the last day of class. And I'm happy to report that I actually found this pretty successful. At the end of the school year, um, my end of the school year was less stressful than in years past and more students remained active for longer. I was surprised to the extent at which me just behaving a little differently and presenting myself differently was able to help maintain consistent um, classroom environment. This, of course, did not solve all of the problems that come with the end of the school year, but it was noticeably different than in years past. My other focus was reading the nonverbal cues of students. By the end of the school year, produces a lot of emotions and stresses for different students and they often do not communicate these directly with teachers. The most 
common nonverbal cue that I saw in my students was avoidance at the end of the school year. When a student tries to avoid attention, I usually let them have some space for a little bit of time before trying to talk with them to discover what is wrong. As the school year came to a close, I was able to talk to a few students who were very concerned about passing different courses, whether or not they were going to advance to the next grade, and a couple of students that were just stressed out about what uh, a summer break away from school was going to be for them. Uh, this really helped me to reach out to and help my students that were in need. And if I were, was not paying attention to nonverbal cues as much, I might have missed some of those problems. So I did find paying attention to nonverbal cues very helpful, and I hope to focus on them more in the future so they can continue to improve my teaching.